Joe Biden mocks American gun owners at a Beverly Hills fundraiser. Inflation and gas prices are skyrocketing with no end in sight. Plus, the assassination attempt on Justice Brett Kavanaugh gets ignored by left-wing media. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Joe Biden and his recent fundraiser over the weekend in which he mocked gun owners. That's right. While attending a fundraising event in Beverly Hills with liberal elites, Biden, you know, the person the media calls the uniter in chief, stayed right on script by not unifying America, but instead focused on division. This is his standard operating procedure. It's ultra MAGA against the Democrats. It's black versus white. It's open borders versus the so-called racists who actually want border security. Biden said those opposing the end of the filibuster were domestic enemies. And the list goes on and on. In Beverly Hills, Biden focused on gun owners. And here's the story. Joe Biden ridiculed lawful gun owners on Friday evening during a fundraiser with Democrat elites in California. The president spoke at an event in Beverly Hills, California, raising the issue of gun control as a major priority for his administration. During the event, Biden told a story of what it was like when he was campaigning in Delaware after supporting the ban of some semi-automatic weapons and capacity limits on ammunition magazines in the 1990s. The 1990s and the Democrats' assault weapons ban. It's interesting how nothing has changed in nearly 30 years. In the 1990s, you had weapons and attachments that were banned because they looked scary. That's right. They were menacing to look at. Nothing has changed. Just watch any report by left-wing media and you'll hear about a military-style assault weapon. First of all, there's no such thing as a civilian assault weapon. That's just a fact. Members of the military aren't using AR-15s. So if a liberal wants to discuss this issue with you, first ask him or her what an assault weapon is. While you're at it, go ahead and ask what AR stands for as well. That should be a good one. And then as far as military style assault weapon, that is again, simply the, how the weapon looks. Here's more. Biden explained that when gun owners would approach him and criticize him for trying to take their guns away, he would ridicule them for owning high-capacity semi-automatic rifles. They'd say, God darn, Joe, what the hell are you doing taking my gun away, Biden recalled. And I said, let me ask you a question. I said, how many, when you go deer hunting, how many deer are wearing Kevlar vests? By the way, if you need 30, 40, 60, up to 100 rounds to fire, I said, you're a danger to yourself, man, he continued. Ah, yes. The hunter angle, a favorite among Democrats. The argument has nothing to do with self-defense or the Second Amendment, but they just throw it out there to make people look stupid. Biden also added that it was dangerous for teachers to be armed in their classroom. He repeated the talking points that he used last week regarding the long training program in the military for someone to use a gun. There's a reason why the military takes so long to train somebody, he said. It's not easy to pick up a rifle or a gun and blow somebody's brains out in front. Biden explained that most gun owners were typically more dangerous to themselves just by having a gun. Most people get killed with their own gun in their home trying to stop a burglar than, in fact, 
any other cause, he said. Think about that, because it's hard to do. It's a hard thing to do. All these people walking around with concealed carry or constitutional carry and no incidents at all. A man tried to mow down some people with a rifle last week, and he was stopped by a person with a gun. Friends, as long as the Democrats try to demonize gun owners and sidestep the real problems in society, we will continue down this path of cultural decay. Joe Biden is certainly living up to his role as the great divider. All right, next let's talk about inflation and gas prices. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search out my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about issues that are actually on people's minds, like inflation and gas prices. While Joe Biden and the Democrats try anything to distract voters on these issues, like broadcasting January 6th hearings in primetime, Americans are feeling a crunch unlike anything some have ever experienced. Just look at this coverage from left-wing NBC's Today Show. Everything's expensive. Food prices, gas prices, oil prices. But perhaps worst, the squeeze at the gas station, which is only getting tighter. With the national average now higher than it's ever been, nearly $5 a gallon with no relief in sight. It's ridiculous. It is the most visible sign of the nation's soaring inflation, with rates at near 40-year highs hitting every corner of the country. Inflation certainly is hitting every corner of the country. And what we are seeing now is that the impact is so great that Americans have moved past complaining or simply being angry to a new phase, a phase in which real choices are having to be made. Food or fuel? Do we really need new shoes? What about home repairs? Is that family trip really worth it? The impact of Biden's complete and total failure is real. Experts say compared to last year, the average household is now paying $450 more per month for the same goods and services. Well, it's very painful, right? I mean, you got to make a hard choice. Do, do I fill my gas tank? Do I do my groceries? Do I pay my rent? In the first quarter of 2022, household wealth dropped for the first time in two years, down from last year's record high. And according to a recent poll, nearly three-fourths of Americans say they've started cutting back on discretionary spending because of inflation. Wow. This economic situation is devastating for Americans. It's hitting everyone. And Biden can talk about ultra MAGA or January 6th all he wants. But do you really think Americans care about that? And while people across the country are suffering, we have Biden saying things like this. Millions of Americans are moving up to better jobs and better pay. And since I took office, families are carrying less debt on average in America. They have more savings than they've had. Unreal. He's destroying the economy and thinking Americans will be okay with it. His policies aren't working. But hey, it's not his fault. We all know who is really to blame. Today's inflation report confirmed what Americans already know. Putin's price hike is hitting America hard. Gas prices at the pump. Energy and food prices account for half of the monthly price increases since May. Inflation outside of energy and food, what the economists call core inflation, moderated the last two months. Not enough, but it moderated. It's come down. Oh, no. Not Putin again. Kim, it seems like Biden has only two fallback responses to his wide range of policy and leadership failures. Blame either the great MAGA king, Donald Trump, or blame Putin. 
Do you think any Americans are listening to those excuses anymore? All right, next let's talk about Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh after a word from our sponsor. Listen, the last time the economy looked like this, the stock market tanked 50%. The US dollar lost 46% of its value. Yet while the US economy collapsed and inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%, and silver skyrocketed over 2,400%. Bobby Everly here to ask you, can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? That's why I want you to call GoldCo at 855-700-6173. Because when you do, you'll not only get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, as one of my listeners, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. This is a rare opportunity, so don't miss out. Call 855-700-6173. That's 855-700-6173. I want to thank Gold Co. for stepping up and sponsoring the 13-Minute News Hour. I really appreciate it, and it's going to be a great partnership. All right, next let's talk about Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh and the failed assassination attempt on his life. Why cover it? Because if you don't hear it here, chances are you may miss it completely, since none of the major left-wing legacy networks thought it was worthy of reporting on their flagship Sunday shows. Not one mention. Here's the story. Early Wednesday, two U.S. Marshals witnessed a suspect dressed in black clothing exit a taxi in front of Kavanaugh's Montgomery County home with a backpack and suitcase. Shortly afterward, the suspect, identified as Nicholas John Ross, called 911 to report he was experiencing suicidal thoughts and intended to kill Kavanaugh in response to the Supreme Court draft opinion leak from May. Police officers arrested Ross after the call and apprehended several items, including a black tactical chest rig and tactical knife, Glock 17 pistol with two magazines and ammunition, pepper spray, and zip ties. This all went down on Wednesday, so the magnitude not only of the official involved, but of the actual assassination attempt certainly warrants coverage by the national media's weekly political shows. But the left-wing media took a pass. Here's more. In the following days after the assassination attempt, mainstream media largely underplayed the news, instead suggesting that both sides of the abortion debate are guilty of violent rhetoric. By Sunday morning, the story was ignored by all the major Sunday shows except for Fox News Sunday. Most Sunday morning attention was given to discussing Thursday's January 6th congressional hearings, which had received massive promotion by liberal hosts and Democrat politicians. The hearings aired on a rare primetime schedule with reports that a former ABC News executive was hired to help produce the event. Friends, this is an ominous trend we are seeing from the left-wing cabal of media and Democrat officials. When the draft ruling was leaked, the White House encouraged people to protest outside the homes of the Supreme Court justices. That's against the law. Yet it was encouraged by the White House. The DOJ didn't open an investigation at all. New York Senator Chuck Schumer encouraged action against Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch while speaking outside the Supreme Court building. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. 
So Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh aren't elected officials. They can't be voted out. So what kind of whirlwind is Schumer talking about? And what does he mean when he says that Gorsuch and Kavanaugh will pay the price? You won't know what hit you. When asked about those comments, Democrat Senator Chris Coons brushed off Schumer's comments. That's no big deal. So here's a key distinction. Uh, what uh, Senator Schumer was saying was that uh, he was upset, uh, he was alarmed, he was concerned at the prospect uh, that justices would reverse decades of a well-established fundamental constitutional right in our country. What he did not say was, uh, let's go attack them. No, Schumer didn't say, let's go attack them. Nod, nod, wink, wink. He just said two officials will pay the price. And now, we have an assassination attempt against Kavanaugh, and the media are acting like it didn't even happen. This is just like the summer of 2020, when over 500 riots occurred and over 2,000 police officers were injured, and the Democrats said nothing. It's just pathetic. All right, so now we've had Joe Biden going after gun owners, Democrats giving us the worst administration in over 40 years, and the media ignoring an assassination attempt. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. Okay, since I'll be out for the rest of the week for the Republican Party of Texas State Convention, I definitely did not want the week to go by without our usual Friday relaxed brain segment. So today, we'll have the special Monday edition. So first, let's start off with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because as you know, she's a member of the Relaxed Brain Hall of Fame. But in this case, it's more about the situation that all Democrats are in because Joe Biden is just that bad. AOC was asked a simple question on CNN about whether she'll support Biden in 2024. Before we go, I just want to ask uh, about President Biden. He is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will you support him? You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now. Uh, and preserving a majority this year in 2022. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But, um, but I think if, if the president has a vision, and that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the, when the time comes. Well, that was awkward. That simple question, will you support your party's own incumbent president, is causing so much grief. But the squirming continued. That's not a yes. Yeah, you know, I think uh, we should endorse when we get to it. But I, I, I believe that the president has been doing a very good job uh, so far. And, um, you know, should he run again? I think that I, you know, I think it's, it's, we'll take a look at it. Okay, <laughs> but right now we need to focus on winning a majority instead of a presidential election. Classic. And to think we have all of this because some folks just didn't like those mean tweets. And what did we get? We now have Joe Biden, who recently spoke to Jimmy Kimmel because Biden can't sit down for a real interview. Biden said the real problem is not bad policies, but a communications problem. Of course, he was unable to communicate that the White House has a communications problem. No so, question so about it. So there's a lot of major things we've done. But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Uh, um, let me say it another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, we haven't been able to communicate it. What a mess. And then how about some breaking headlines from the Babylon Bee? First, there's news that the Biden administration really is trying to do something about high gas prices. White House attempts to distract from high gas prices by putting up wacky inflatable tube men in front of price signs. 
It's unreal what's happening around the country. And then, of course, we have the latest news from Colin Kaepernick, who continues his quest to get back into the NFL. Colin Kaepernick transitions in order to make Carolina Panthers cheer squad. Yes, the Carolina Panthers now have a guy on their cheer squad who identifies as a woman. So maybe there is hope for Kaepernick after all. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show is going to be Monday evening at the usual time, 6.30 p.m. Central. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.